One very common misconception is that uh, you can just choose to have uh, any form of uh, ideology for your country and then you can maybe just uh, let the people vote and let the majority get what they want. In reality of course there are very severe restrictions when it comes to what policies that can be implemented and last for a significant amount of time. What uh, tends to happen is that uh, people are in favor of various stuff but uh, then when you start implementing that via because most people wanted it it causes a lot of problems, it uh, weakens society and uh, creates instability and of course uh, over time uh, these types of societies that uh, maybe what most people wanted will not actually last because they are not competitive. It's not just that uh, there is a competition between societies. There is also the fact that depending on what type of system you have, there will be some amount of fragility or instability within the system. For example, people may vote to in favor of some other party because they didn't like the consequences of your political reforms or people may rise up violently because you failed to suppress some violent political movement that plagued your country. If you do not uh, subject your citizens and uh, population at large to sufficient social control which uh, isn't just the legal system but any measures taken place to keep the population in line then you will end up with an unstable system because uh, you end up giving away too much power to other actors who can then gain more and more power over society while the power of your government becomes less and less to the point where you eventually lose all your power. And this is actually the main reason why monarchies have fallen historically because the king who ruled was simply too soft and didn't keep people under control and then uh, people were able to gain more and more power and eventually overthrow the king while the more authoritarian kings ended up remaining in power because they were able to suppress that. There is of course uh, also en mechanism in uh, uh, at the other extreme if you have an extremely totalitarian society where you try to control all aspects of people's life and uh, everything in the economy you will uh, end up with an inefficient system because uh, it's simply not possible for uh, a single individual or even a large group of people to make all these decisions on behalf of other people and depending on uh, 
your uh, current uh, technological uh, development and uh, efficiency of the government and the size of the government there will be a limit in uh, to which extent you will be able to govern and make decisions and uh, because of that reason uh, you will have to rely a lot on people outside the government to make good decisions too for example, you may rely on some private uh, corporation who ha to help you out with some projects you want to have done because you do not have the competence within the government to do that. And this is not to say that you have to limit the power of government to certain things. You can pretty much do anything with the government that the private sector can do. But you cannot do all the things at once, you have to choose what's most important and also what you can do, maybe you do not have anyone in the government who can pull the thing off that you want to do and in that case you will have to find someone else to do it even if it is something important that you really do not actually want to have done outside the government, you might not have much of a choice because uh, that company might not even exist in your country, you might have to pay someone out of your country and let them get power because you were not able to gain that cover yourself. Over time, the more efficient governments who are able to govern uh, accurately maintain power and expand their power and uh, by expanding power I am not so much talking about uh, subjecting the system to more and more control I am talking about of course to expand your borders so uh, you control more and more land or alternatively you grow your population and resources so you gain uh, more power that way but of course at some point you will have to expand your borders and they gain more and more power and why do we have to do that why cannot you just sit back well if you just sit back and uh, let uh, that uh, power struggle play out you will see other nations grow and become more and more powerful to the point where some power becomes more powerful than all the other powers combined or are able to somehow outplay the others in this uh, brutal conflict between countries and then by the point where the war finally comes to you you will not actually be able to win because uh, you will be completely overwhelmed so unless you expand your borders and become stronger someone else will be able to simply invade and take everything you have built and for that reason, in order to create some uh, nice utopia or even uh, close a society you actually want to live in that uh, is stable and will last, you will need to have a global world government or reach the point where you become that global world government and that government will have to be authoritarian. It will be a dictatorship. Because if it is not a dictatorship, it will not uh, be uh, particularly stable and then uh, you will uh, be voted away and someone else will grab power instead and uh, then you will not be able to vote the next time because uh, 
the ones who got elected or not idiots, they realize that they have to rig the next election as much as they can. So uh, for that reason, democracy is not a stable system because you can always, uh, once you get elected, rig the system in your favor and there are so many ways to do that. Like for example, uh, you can just weaponize the legal system, you can convict someone of a crime he or she didn't do and uh, then you can get rid of all your political opponents. This is not hard to do, it's just a matter of wanting to do it. And of course, uh, if you are a democratic society, you will have also a harder time competing against the most efficient uh, authoritarian uh, systems. Uh, it's not the case that a dictatorship is necessarily more efficient, often they are actually pretty bad and incompetent, but once a sufficiently competent dictatorship emerges, say the dictatorship will be able to over time be gained control over the entire planet because they are, will have all these tools at their disposal. We are currently seeing that uh, in the case of uh, CCP controlling China potentially. They might not actually be able to conquer the entire planet because they might not actually be competent enough to do that. But it is still the case that they have the chance and potential to gain more and more power. And even if the current uh, ones in power in China cannot pull that off, maybe their su successors will be able to do that. Because uh, in China they at least try to have a meritocratic system where they select suitable successors. And this can create a positive feedback loop because uh, the more competent people who gain uh, power, the better they will be able to select suitable people to succeed after them. So you will end up with more and more capable people in the, at the top. And this, if this feedback loop continues, they will end up with a very dangerous government in terms of being able to grab power. And of course uh, other governments might want to stop uh, uh, them and try to force them to become democratic because if they remain uh, as a dictatorship and uh, they are highly competent and very smart and very efficient at ruling it will be near impossible for uh, democratic countries to compete against that and uh, currently of course uh, other countries have more resources and uh, we could theoretically just crush China if you really wanted to. But here again we don't really have the will to fight, we don't have the courage and determination to just uh, send the nuclear weapons and uh, annihilate cities and uh, pretty much genocide their population just to stop them from uh, becoming too powerful. And because we are not willing to go that far or at least uh, not enough of us to really do it. We cannot actually stop them and they will be continue to become more and more powerful. And of course I do not actually know if uh, this will really play out uh, like that or if uh, the system might end up collapsing because they have various issues in China and uh, it's not clear that the leadership will be able to 
solve uh, all these problems and uh, some of these problems were created in the past for example they really wrecked themselves with the one child policy so their demographics are actually really bad in China and this might stop them from becoming this uh, world power and also we might see uh, USA or, or Europe or Russia become uh, competent dictatorships as well and if that plays out you might see uh, other countries uh, becoming more powerful instead. This is not a predictable process, you cannot actually know uh, who is going to win. It might come down to being able to build good alliances and pull other countries into fighting on your side and then when you have won against the power you wanted to crush you end up with uh, a new war or they will just have to surrender because they have no chance of winning. So then is the question Let's say you govern a country now and you want to create a nice society. Sure, you could try to create a really nice society to live in now. But if you do that, you will no, not be able to compete very well against uh, other societies who are more ruthless and willing to go a lot more far to gain power over the entire planet. Or you can decide that now we are not actually going to do that, we are going to uh, instead uh, build a very strong society where we work and make sacrifices now so we might not be able to get the society we want now because uh, we want to create a nice society for the entire planet not just for us and we want it to last thousands of years in that case you have to compete, you have to really put effort into winning over other countries and you will have to be willing to see a mushroom cloud in the sky and then you will have to be willing to see your cities just get destroyed because sure you may be able to build some nuclear shield but it will probably not stop all nuclear missiles so you will see many people of your own uh, population die, you will see massive destruction, you will see a lot of suffering, you might have to implement uh, various inhumane policies to your own population which can be rather brutal form of eugenics, you might have to resort to genetic engineering to create uh, new super soldiers or uh, smarter people who are able to uh, build this very strong society who can crush everything else. But then there is this uh, final question and this is uh, what should you actually value and uh, strive for in terms of uh, either your current society or this uh, if you want to create this world government. And the way I think to do that is that you have to ask yourself if you are going to be born in a society, what you will you want if you are born as some random citizen. This means that you must be willing to do sacrifices. For example, if you have a disease outbreak, you must be willing to just lock people down and maybe force them into some metal boxes like China is doing right now with COVID-0. 
because then you will be able to protect people against the disease and people will be able to remain free because you crushed that disease outbreak early and sure it was brutal but it was still the right thing to do so we really have to get away from this atomized individualism where you try to make every person this uh, isolated uh, individual who do not really ha have this strong family bond have to fend for himself and are not allowed to uh, look after uh, his uh, sister or brother because it will be nepotist this is the current system and we have to get away from that we have to look out for society as a whole and we have to demand sacrifices from people and this is not uh, uh, insulting is not punishment it's just uh, people have to do the right thing and I do not see a problem with it I think it's a beautiful thing to be have to uh, spend a week in a metal box because you are helping prevent a disease outbreak is a patriotic duty and it might not be glamorous it might not be that pleasant for you, but at least you know that uh, what your government do is for the greater good. And uh, you should be proud of uh, what you did. The government shouldn't even have to tell you to do this. The government shouldn't have to force you. You should willingly go inside that metal box to prevent uh, the diseases outbreak. And uh, I am aware that there are a lot of people who still want to cling into this libertarianism where you try to restrict the power of government but that really cannot be done. There is a, isn't actually any way to do that because the only way to restrict uh, some power uh, one part of the government has such as the president if you have that you will need another body like a Supreme Court to limit the power of uh, the president, but then you empower the Supreme Court instead. So the, the, uh, the only thing you can do is to you can change the power distribution, such as you can change what's needed to make a decision. For example, you might demand that uh, a majority of 15 senators approve of any decision when it comes to the highest power you might be able to pass various restrictions when it comes to local governments if you have any and you might be able to pass restrictions of what parents can do to their children but in order to do all these restrictions when it comes to what people can do to others you still need uh, at least one very powerful body who can make these decisions who can decide for example that if children want to subject their uh, children if parents want to subject their children for, uh, for, uh, to some very harmful medical treatment then we can stop it to say that you are not allowed to torture or kill and harm your children and this requires authority without authority you cannot uh, keep uh, people under control and then you cannot stop people from behaving badly and I am aware that there, there is this uh, narco-capitalist uh, idea that uh, you try to keep each other in check this will not work in a highly advanced uh, society where you have all these complex weapons and systems because uh, one individual will be able to do so, to, so much damage and uh, 
unless you have this central control over people you will not be able to prevent very bad things from happening and if you create this anarchist society where nobody is in charge sure it might last for a while but eventually you will end up with a new government and before that there will be this bloody struggle for power and this always happens and maybe in a primitive society that wasn't possible because we didn't have the technology and uh, uh, knowledge to build this large uh, society but over time societies will become larger and larger and eventually there will be only one government left to control uh, the entire planet and uh, you will not be able to vote them away you will have to submit to what they want and uh, uh, you don't really get to show, choose this, it's not something you can avoid, you might not like it, you might want democracy, but uh, eventually democracy will come to an end, it doesn't matter how much you want it, and it doesn't even matter whether or not it's nice to live in a democratic society, because uh, it will not last forever. And of course, you might still want to create some unstable society, because maybe if society is unstable, you will be able to gain power yourself. But that doesn't actually mean uh, that is the end goal. It's just a means for an end. You might, for example, support uh, libertarians and even vote for them because then you will be able to weaken the power of government. Because then when the government becomes weaker, then you can gain power instead. So of course you might want to support them for that reason, but then they are just useful idiots for you. They might believe they are fighting for freedom, but they are really just fighting for you. And what ends up happening is that they help you come to power. And then these useful idiots are no longer needed, and if they start to rebel, they will pay a very high price for that. Because you control the government now. And uh, they help you come to power, but you don't really owe them anything anyway because they're just the useful idiots they were, useful idiots for you, now they are just the useless idiots who you can crush easily. So you might not actually want to tell people these things, you might want them to remain delusional and fight for freedom because they then they might end up fighting for you to get in power indirectly. Because they weaken the government so much that uh, you will be able to just run over the current government and uh, you gain power and uh, then this libertarian will end up with the government anyway that might be a lot more uh, powerful than the previous government and subjected to more control because now they are uh, potential terrorists who, especially if they are these insane people who want to like fight against tyranny with uh, their lives and sure some people will suicide like that and die fighting against the system they cannot defeat but uh, these people are not that numerous and most people will just submit because that's the sensible thing to do it's not sensible to fight and risk your life and you have uh, very low uh, probability of it making any significant difference while we have a massive impact on your life but the best case scenario is that uh, you end up in a prison cell somewhere uh, and the worst case is you end up tortured uh, until you die and in between is you getting killed in battle
all these uh, things like constitutions and uh, norms for society are might sound nice and be promoted but they are not actually stable and will not actually last. We are already seeing that with the American constitution which has detailed uh, rules for uh, what's allowed or not but then you have these judges who will interpret it and they will of course interpret it in a way that uh, doesn't result on society collapsing so they will always have to find some way to justify whatever has to be done to keep the government stable and functional so it doesn't really matter what types of words you put in there because it is also just words that can be completely ignored you might even want to create that constitution if you grab power that you say that people are going to have all these rights and then you say and then when they go to court you might even have free speech and then you suddenly convict them and they might even say I have a free speech and they say yes you have but you made this crime that we are accusing you of and then they got convicted and didn't do the crime or it was some bullshit law that applies to pretty much everyone but it sucks to be on the losing end of these things because there are simply too many ways to circumvent and uh, or just ignore these attempts at limiting government power so it's kind of futile effort. So you might not even bother trying to support libertarians or limited government because maybe it just cannot be limited in the first place. You will have to somehow grab power despite uh, the government being very powerful because the government might not perceive you as a threat to their power or you might just flee to some other area or maybe just move to a country that is nicer or, uh, to you. And so then, then uh, final question is, uh, what should you vote for and here the answer is pretty simple, why should you even bother to vote, you stay at home and do something more productive, or maybe vote if you, it makes you feel better, and maybe vote for the like the uh, worst option just to fuck with the system, like Trump or someone, or Biden, re-elect Biden, that's even better, because he will really bring the system down from within. But of course, uh, what you should probably be doing if you live in some dysfunctional society is just get away from it and you can still fight against it uh, via the internet or something unless they like uh, super for that and uh, delete your comments. And have fun. This will be very interesting to follow. And I look forward to all the nuclear spores that will uh, follow and uh, all the uh, nice uh, fun things government will do to people is a uh, very exciting game with a lot of stake and uh, you don't really have to worry much because uh, I mean sure some people will get tortured and all that but uh, it doesn't last super long eventually you will die and uh, hopefully re reincarnate uh, to something better and uh, enjoy your life while it lasts you probably cannot influence uh, the future of society that significantly or maybe you can you just cannot know what will happen because what you do so you might just do things first without knowing have fun